Man, it feels so good to be back together again, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, I'm really excited for tonight. I'm really excited. The first two services, I feel like the Lord really did some things and encouraged people. Um, and that's my desire tonight. How many of you guys are thankful, though, to be back together again? Man, yeah, everyone raised their hand. Way to go. It's like 100%. Awesome. Good job. So for the next two weeks at our three campuses, South Church, Yarmouth, West Santa Coastal, we're actually not in a sermon series. So we're doing what's called standalone messages. So basically it gives the campus pastors an opportunity just to share a word they feel specifically for their campuses. And so I'm really thankful for that opportunity because I feel like the Lord's given me a word to give to you and to encourage you with. And so, um, so yeah, so I'm excited for that tonight. Um, one of my accountability partners, I have two accountability partners, Nathan and John. And my buddy John lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and he pastors uh, a, a church there. And uh, he's been a really great friend of mine. We meet every Thursday afternoon at 3.30 online for 30 minutes. And um, it's just a time to encourage one another and share with one another and help each other through, um, through good times but also hard times. And one of the things that he shared with me one time was that he believes that what God is doing in him as a pastor, like how God is speaking, the things that God is stirring, the ways that God is shaping him as the pastor of his church, is not just for him. He believes that the stuff that God is speaking and stirring and working in the pastor is oftentimes actually for the congregation. And so he shared that with me, and I actually believe it's true. Maybe not all the time, but oftentimes the stuff that God is working in me as your pastor, the stuff he's speaking to me about, the things that he's doing in my spirit, oftentimes it's actually for you, the stuff that God is doing in my own life. And I just want to share with you, the, like, when we flipped over to January 1st this year, the Lord just did something in me. And I'm thankful because we go through seasons where maybe God feels distant and far off. Um, but when, when January 1st came, the Lord did something in my spirit. And he just started breathing life into me. Like, he started bringing me into a season of, like, feeling alive on the inside. Feeling revived and energized and encouraged and really close to him. And like, and also like really hopeful. Like I came into this new year and I'm like, I'm excited about the future that God has. But if you look around us, like none of that makes sense. Right? Like it makes no sense that we like that I'd feel like alive and encouraged and, and excited about the future, right? But I do. And it's not just because I'm an excited person. I think the Lord lit legit did something in my spirit and he's changed me in some ways like just to kind of give you like a really practical example i am not a morning person i'm a night owl where's my night owls at whoo whoo right so i've been going to bed at 10 o'clock at night i've never done that in my entire life like ever that's just like that's like a miracle in and of itself y'all the Lord, like, did some stuff in me, and I just, guys, I got to tell you, like, the Lord has poured his life into me, and here's why I'm sharing that. One, to give praise to God, because I can't take any credit for that. Like, seriously, I'm not a morning person. But I'm sharing this with you because I feel like this is the word I believe God has given me for you. I believe that God wants to bring you into a season of revitalization. 
I believe that God wants to bring you into a season where he pours his life into you. I believe that God wants to bring you into a season where you sense the life of God at work in your spirit. Now, I know many of us have seasons that are valleys, and maybe you're in that season right now, and that's okay, and God does bring us through seasons of valleys. I'm just reading Job right now. Dude was in a valley, right? But not all seasons are valleys. And I think, like, one of the challenges, and I think we're surprised when God brings it. Like, I was surprised when January 1st rolled over, and the Lord's like, nope, Jay, it's time for me to breathe some life into you. It's like, I was surprised when that hit. And I think because of the valleys we've been in, I think we're surprised. and Almost we don't even expect a season where it's like we feel alive or feel like up on the mountain. And I guess that's why I want to point that out. Like, I think we need to believe God for a new season. Amen? We need to believe that God actually has seasons of life and seasons of hope for us. And a lot of us, because a lot of us need a season where God breathes life into us. And here's why. Because a lot of us have been in a season where the life has been kicked out of us, right? You know, the Bible says, hope deferred, hope put off, makes the heart sick. So in other words, if you keep hoping for something and it doesn't end up happening, it makes your heart sick, right? So a lot of us got a really, really sick hearts, and it's kind of like sucking the life out of us. And here's what I just sent strong from the Lord. Like, God wants to end that season and he wants to bring us all into a season where he revitalizes us, where he breathes life into our very bones. Because a lot of us feel dead, right? It's like uh, the Olympics started. And uh, I noticed on Facebook, did you know that after 20 years, Jamaica has a bobsled team? Did you know that? It's a thing. I saw it. And you know what happened 20 years ago when Jamaica had a bobsled team? This movie called Cool Runnings. See, you guys get it. I was like, the, I shared the second service. It was like, no one, like, no one got it and like, no one raised their hands. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. But you guys laugh, so I know you got it. So in the movie Cool Runnings, um, they're from Jamaica. And, and if you didn't know this yet or not, there's no snow in Jamaica, right? So, so they had to like, make this makeshift bobsled and roll it down a hill in dirt. And Sanka, the guy with the lucky egg, you know, he used to kiss the egg. Anyways, he gets in this bobsled, and he gets drifting down the hill, and he has, like, a major crash. And the, and, and the buddy yells, Sanka, you did! And he's like, Yaman. Yeah, <laughs> right? And so I guess that's my question to you tonight. Coastal, you did! And you'd be like, Yaman, yeah, Yaman, yeah, I feel dead. Well, here's the deal. I think God wants to end the season where you feel dead. And he wants to breathe life into you. He wants to breathe life into your bones. And if you look at the scripture, literally from Genesis to Revelation, God is all about breathing life. God wants to breathe life into you. Like, just look at like in the very beginning, when God made Adam, look what happened in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. The Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of what? Life. Man, you guys are awake. I love it. I love it. And the man became a living being. 
So we see at the very beginning, God was the author of life. And even if we look at God's original design, think about this for a second. So we have Adam and Eve in the garden, who God had breathed life into, and Adam and Eve had access to the tree of life. So they actually, like God's original design was what? That Adam and Eve would live forever and flourish and have life and vitality. That death wouldn't be a thing. But then God in his mercy, after they ate from the tree of the knowledge and good and evil, cut off access to the tree of life. And ever since Adam and Eve's sin, God was on a mission to fix that problem and to bring eternal life to humanity, to bring life and life more abundantly. And here's what I want to convince you of tonight. We serve a God who has the ability to bring life to you right here, right now. Maybe you come in and you feel dead, but I'm here to tell you that the God that I serve, that you serve, he has the ability to give you life, to give you the resources that you need right now to be who's calling you to be. Because some of you feel like on the inside, you feel dead. But God wants to breathe life into you. If you get a chance when you go home, go on Spotify. Or if you really want to get fired up, just go on YouTube. Okay? And Google the song Rattle by Elevation Worship. Okay? And listen to it on repeat. That song is based off of Ezekiel chapter 37, which I'm going to read to you. And the Lord basically brought dry, dead bones, and he put life onto them. So if God can take dry, dead bones and bring them back to life, can God bring life to you? Amen, right? So let's read it in Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 4 to 6. It says this. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you, and you will come to what? To life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. See, God has the power to bring what was dead and bring it back to life. And we need God's word to bring us back life. And here's what I sense the Lord is saying. He's saying, live. He's saying, come alive. You've been in this season where you feel like you're dead, but I want to breathe my life into you. But here's the issue. We can't like drum up or like work up in our own selves the life. Like we can't produce that life that only God can give. In order for us to experience the life that God wants to give each and every one of us, it actually comes through a connection and relationship with Jesus. We've got to, he's the source of life, and we've got to connect with him. And I love, like, if you read the New Testament and read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus actually talked about life a lot. Like, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the, the life, right? He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus said, the words that I've spoken are spirit, and they are what? Life. Jesus said, I have come that you might have, man, you guys sound alive. <laughs> it's funny when you say life like life. 
All right, let's try that again. Let's redeem ourselves. Come on, you guys are starting off so strong. Here we go. I've come that you might have life. Yeah, that's better. Come on. And have it more abundantly. Jesus was saying, I've come that you might have life and life to the full. Life to, do you have life to the full right now? Because God wants to pour his life. And that's what I just feel so strongly for us as a church. That you may have been in a season, but God wants to bring you into a new, fresh season where he pours his life into your bones. Jesus said that whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Jesus was and is full of life, right? And this is what blows me away. Ultimately, Jesus sacrificed his life. Why? So we could have life. Isn't that crazy? He gave up his life so you and I right here, right now in this moment could experience life. Because knowing Jesus equals life. It really does. Like Jesus said himself, and this is eternal life. To know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one he sent. Life literally comes from knowing Jesus intimately. It's having that connection with him. It's that intimate place when you are reading your Bible and, and God begins to breathe his life in you or where you're driving in the car and you crank up the worship music and you're drawing near to Jesus and he's breathing his life into your bones or when you're gathered here tonight at church and you're drawing near and, and, and you sense his presence and he's breathing life into your bones, like it's knowing Jesus that gives us life. You know, people know me as an energetic person and someone that's full of life. But guess what? I can't take any credit for that. The life that I have inside of me is the life of Jesus, and he gets all the glory for it. I wish that all you knew me before Jesus came into my life so you could see literally how Jesus breathed life into my very bones and made me a new person. And there's people that are in this room tonight. You were once dead in your sin, and God brought you back to life because God is in the resurrection business. He loves to bring things that are dead and bring them back to life. And some of you in this room, you have a story to tell because you were once dead and God brought you back to life. And listen, you need to share that story. And you need to share that story not just for other people. You need to share your story so you can hear it yourself. Because some of us forget, we're so easily forget that, wow, yes, I was once dead in sin. But Jesus brought me back to life. The Bible says that we overcome the evil one by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so we need to share that again and again that, God, I was once here. And Jesus, you brought me back to life. Do we got stories in this place of being once dead and brought back to life? Amen? You see, the Christian life is filled with the life that Jesus gives. That's why, like, I, I shake my head a little bit when, like, people say, like, people have the idea that, like, following Jesus is boring. Like, literally, you have a relationship to the one 
who breathes life. Okay, like, that doesn't sound very boring. Like, being forgiven and adopted and transformed and filled with love and passion and purpose, does that sound boring to you guys? Does that sound boring to me? Sounds like a pretty awesome life. Doesn't it sound like life and life more abundant? And how many of us are not living life and life more abundant? And God is saying, that's what I want for you. That's why I died. I suffered on the cross because I love you, and I want you to have life and life to the full. So live. (laughs) Can you tell I haven't preached in like seven weeks? God is saying live. He's saying, I love you, and I want to breathe my life in you. And it simply comes through connecting with me. Jesus is saying, come, and I'll pour life into you. I'll give you the resources you need. I'll lift that discouragement. I'll lift that heaviness, and I'll breathe life into your very spirit. You see, I think a lot of us are like, we've been kind of like watered down. And I don't mean like watering down the gospel. I mean like our flame, our passion for Jesus has been watered down. And, And we need God to spark us again. Um, I used to love like traveling on mission trips, and I'm really hopeful that one day soon we'll be able to do that again. Amen. And one of the countries I used like the most beautiful country I have to say I've ever visited is Guatemala. It's like these beautiful mountains, and it feels very tropical. And and one of the things that's really cool about Guatemala is like everywhere you go, like you can see a volcano, which I think is pretty cool. And so we were there. Um, at the, you guys might not believe this, and you might think I'm crazy, but I got pictures to prove it. Um, at the bottom of the volcano Pacaya, which is an active volcano, now none of you are going to send your kids with me, all with us on a mission trip, but anyways, that's okay. But at the bottom of the volcano, it's active. You can buy marshmallows, and you can actually roast them on the top. And you all think I'm crazy, but like I said, I have pictures, okay? But it's, Pacaya is this volcano that's active and full of life, and it erupts every once in a while. But then there's this volcano in Guatemala that's humongous. It's like a huge mountain, and you can see it from multiple spots in the country, and it's called Agua. And the reason they call it Agua is because inside the crater is actually filled with water, and it's a dormant volcano. It erupted 100 and some years ago. It has the potential for life, but it's dormant. And here's what I think. I think a lot of us have been in a season where we just, we feel like that Agua. We feel like we've been filled with water, And God actually wants to drain out the water and bring us into a season where he sparks the fire again. And some of you, it's just going to be like you just need a fresh start. That's going to be the the, the drain and the spark. Maybe these last like six to eight weeks have just been challenging and you feel disconnected, you feel distant from God. The thing I love about Jesus, guys, is that you can start fresh with him. doesn't matter what the last... Six days, six weeks, six years, or 60 years has been. Jesus invites you to him today. You know, I was, uh, oftentimes with a sports team, if they get blown out like playing hockey, like eight or nine, nothing, the coach will walk into the room, and sometimes he won't even yell. He'll just be like, you know what we're going to do to the last, this, this game right now? We're going to flush it down the tube. I'm sorry if that comes across as abrasive, but that's what they say. And we're going to start fresh the next day at practice and forget that ever happened. The thing I love about a relationship with Jesus is it doesn't matter, like, how disconnected you feel like you were from the Lord over the last season. You can come boldly to Jesus tonight and ask God to forgive you for whatever this last season was. And God gives you a fresh new start. I love that about the Lord. He gives you a fresh start. Whether you're here tonight and you've never accepted Jesus, you can have a fresh start tonight. 
Whether you're here and you just feel like you've been drained and have been in a tough season, the Lord says, come. All to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And so the Lord, I just sense this so strong. The Lord wants to breathe his life into you. He wants to lift up your spirit. He wants to encourage you. And ultimately, he wants to breathe his life into you so he can breathe his life through you. How many of you know here tonight that God wants to breathe life into our community? Amen? How many of you know that Barrington and beyond needs life? And guess how God wants to do that? Through you. You see, Jesus said, out of your hearts, those that believe in me, out of their hearts will flow rivers of living water. God wants to put his life-giving spirit and awaken that inside of you like that volcano so he can breathe his life through you to reach this community. See, we are God's plan A to reach Barrington and beyond, and there is no plan B. We're it. So God wants to spark us up. He wants to awaken us again and, like, shake us up and, and, and realize that through connecting with him, we have life. But here's the deal. I can pray and ask God to show up, and he's here in this room. But if you want to experience life, you have got to connect with Jesus. I wish I could take us all by the hand, including myself, into the very throne room of God. But ultimately, if you want to experience the life that Jesus wants to pour into you, you have got to approach Jesus. You've got to come boldly from your own heart and run to the Father and receive the life that he has for you. He loves you all so much, and I know so many of us in this room tonight maybe are discouraged. We're drained. We're empty. But I have got such good news, and it's true, guys. You can take this to the bank. God wants to breathe hope and life. He wants to bring you into a season where he's encouraging you and breathing life into your bones, that you don't have to walk around discouraged. Yes, everything around us might be awful, but the life that God gives doesn't depend on our circumstances. It depends on our connection with Jesus. We sang a song earlier. It says, I got peace that don't make no sense. That's what God is offering to each and every one of you. And so I want to pray for you. But this is what I want you to do more than anything. I want you to pray. I want you to say, Jesus, like, I don't know what the last six weeks were, six years, whatever. Would you just give me a fresh start? Would you help me even in this moment? to sense your life being breathed into my very bones, into my very spirit. Lord, would you just give me the resources I need to serve you the way that I'm called to serve you? And maybe you're here tonight, you've never asked Jesus to come in and you feel like you need to go from death to life. Well, I'm here to tell you, like, Jesus wants to live in your heart. He wants to resurrect you. He wants to fill you with his life if you'll believe in him. Would you stand to your feet? Father, thank you for your grace. Thank you for the ministry of your spirit. And I just pray you'd encourage hearts in this place tonight. I pray that you'd lift spirits. I pray that you'd lift discouragement. I pray that you'd encourage people and that you'd breathe your life once again into our spirit, God. Awaken us, refresh us by your spirit. And God, would you bring us back to life? In Jesus' name, amen.